crazy about that is the context it brings to five minutes, because if I hadn't meditated in a month, it would have felt so much shorter in my mind. Like, it just slows everything down. It's funny that you say that, because, I mean, it ended a lot sooner than I expected to. I also was talking, but I thought those five minutes were, like, super I thought they felt like forever. I was like, I my phone's silenced right now. The timer's going off. and I, I thought no that idea. in a way, but I'm like, I don't want to be the person that opens their eyes. Yep. I know. Well, like, <laughs> when I was talking, my eyes were open, but then my eyes were closed, and I kept being like, don't do it. Don't open them. <laughs> no. No. When you said, uh... So in. honestly, it just got me to think like the random times that I'm I'm sitting in class or I'm sitting in the office. It's like I just look at the next three people that pass and I just think maybe happy, maybe safe, maybe healthy, maybe pleased. Just like think that in my head. And even though they have no idea that I'm doing it, it probably it made my day better. Like I feel happy after I thought it. And it probably affects how I interact with other people in just a way that I could never imagine. And just that feeling of like bliss you were saying. I don't get that often unless I'm like totally not in my own head and thinking about another person, really actually being selfless. Yeah. For me, it's like a feeling of my head being a very like complicated place where there's a lot going on all the time and I'm always thinking about different things. And it's like turning all of that off and doing a factory reset on all of the thoughts that I had and seeing what I think about it perspective on everything it's like once you open your eyes after meditating it's kind of a new reality that you enter in a way because uh, all of the things that just happened since the last time that you did it just run through your head and you just sort of like forget about all of them in a way and process it which is why it was so useful to me because before I started doing it oftentimes days would go by and I would forget what I did because I never even contemplated it you were like not in the yeah. yeah, you're kind of just like on autopilot. Like, I remember many days in middle school just like waiting for the clock to pass, and that's so sad to me thinking back. My dad, when he asked why I started meditating, I think I, it may have been a headspace thing, but it was like your phone is always running apps in the background, and if you hit the button and you clear all the running apps, your phone's able to run a lot faster. So, meditation was like that clearing your mind, getting rid of all those running apps, getting reset. That's what, such a good analogy. Yeah. What you're like, your is when you get much better at the things that you want to Attention's really big in like meditation in different ways. Well, that was the like, what was the focus? The Sanskrit focus. Um, I'm so I'm so into notes. This is like my yoga journal for the year. So I just take notes on everything. Um, Dharana and then Dhyana. Um, Dharana is focused concentration, and Dhyana is meditative attention. So it's being like. So, like, you know how languages have a general feel to them? Like, people would say that German is kind of, like, German and Russian are kind of more aggressive languages. Spanish is kind of, like, a softer sounding one. Would you say Sanskrit in general is? So, this isn't, these aren't my words. These are my 200-hour um, teacher trainer, uh, Katie Brower. Badass woman. I love her to death. <laughs> she explains Sanskrit as, like, a zip file. And so, like, in this one word, there is so much information packed into it. And you can, like, unpack it, like I said, like, 
um, ahimsa means like non-violence, but also means like non-harming, and it has so many other meanings to it, and so I feel like Sanskrit just has so much info. Yeah, because I know English in general has the most words of any language by far. So you wonder what that means and the value of that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have no idea. I've never really thought about the language, Is, and I know nothing about it. Like, I realize I am a total, you're saying Sanskrit, I just assumed that it was... I mean, I don't know how many people speak it. I okay. think it's Indian. It is. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Okay. Well, yoga is from India. Okay. Uh, so it originated in India. But there are also practices in Korea, like other, other parts of India, like China, right? Um, or is it really mostly Indian practice? It started in India like 5,000 years ago, and it's kind of moved all around. Like, I know if you go to Thailand, like, it's really big in Thailand and everything. I'm not, like, the biggest expert on that. Um, but I feel like now, with Western yoga, a lot of people backgrounds and different but like or different practices essentially like Buddhism a little bit like the concept of Nirvana and the concept of Samadhi are like kind of the same I feel Nirvana is Buddha Buddhist and Samadhi is yoga yoga okay like reaching that like pinnacle like peace and what do you think would be the effect if everyone whose job it is right now to kill people were to practice yoga. Like, what do you mean kill people? So, like, a soldier or someone in a gang. I feel that if they really took it to heart, they would start to see that we are all the same. And maybe you feel sad and know that, like, what makes me and you different, like, is just surface level and, like, 